Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Sydney Roosters took on the Brisbane Broncos last night. A big win for the Brisbane Broncos. Their, uh, their fantastic season continues, but the team I want to talk about here is the Sydney Roosters. Uh, a team that I think, if we're all being honest, I think all of us had them in, their, in our top eight at the start of the year. And I would argue that I think the vast majority of us probably had them in our top four this year. Um, and I think they have been the most surprising story out of season 2023. Obviously, the Warriors have been a fantastic story in at third. And, you know, you could argue maybe that's the biggest surprise. But for me, I think the Warriors doing well uh, is probably not as big a surprise as the Roosters doing as poorly as they are. I, uh, I don't think anyone could have anticipated how this season was going to play out for the Sydney Roosters to think that we are, you know, five weeks out from the NRL finals and the Roosters are at 126 to one to win the premiership. I can't even imagine when was the last, I mean, 2016 would have been the last time they'd been at those sort of odds. Um, But 2016, you know, they, you know, it was a weird season for them. They they lost Mitchell Pearce. There There was a lot of things that went against this Roosters side. And I know this year hasn't been perfect for the Roosters. They've had a lot of injuries and there's no denying that. Uh, but I just, I feel like right now, just by the optics and by nothing more, just their culture at the moment, it looks worse than it has for quite some time. And it does, it's going to prove to be very interesting over the years how it plays out for the Sydney Roosters. Uh, at the moment, they're in 13th place. They're on 22 competition points. So, you know, wildly, right now, they are only two points out of the top eight, uh, which is one win out of the top eight. But, um, Every single team on top of them still has to play another game this weekend, excluding the Brisbane Broncos, obviously, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, the Newcastle Knights, Manly Seagulls, the Dolphins. These are all teams that I'm probably expecting to win this weekend, to be completely honest with you, and they're all the teams that are slightly above the Roosters. Um, and I mean, Jesus, if the Titans win this weekend, the Titans are going to be ahead of the Roosters as well. So really, really interesting times for the Chooks. They've got a four and against of minus 10. Uh, minus 110, sorry, which is insane. They've scored 324 points this year. The Dolphins have scored 389. It's the Dolphins' first year in the NRL. I mean, 
just unbelievable how this season has played out. The Roosters have conceded 434, which isn't ideal, but, I mean, compared to other teams around them on the same sort of ladder, it's not bad. But, you know, I would have had them around about the same mark as these top four teams. And, you know, they're just nowhere near that mark. It's insane to see how it has played out. And obviously, uh, there's been a lot of things that have gone into this. You know, obviously, Sam Walker, he's been injured. Uh, You had Brandon Smith. He was out for a period of time. You've had front row forwards out for a period of time. I also think that they have really, really missed, you know, as the the last sort of domino, I think that Takiaho has been a massive loss for the Sydney Roosters. I think they have really, really badly missed him. Um, And, you know, that's, of course, off the back of the last few years where, you know, as much as it was, you know, four or five years ago now, I think they're still reeling from the loss of a guy like Cooper Cronk. They lost Mitch Orbison. They lost Boyd Cordner. They lost Jake Friend. Uh, all these really experienced heads that walked out of this club. And, you know, they are still there, but they're not on the field with them. They're not part of the playing group. And I feel like at the moment... There's just a bit of a leadership void at the Sydney Roosters, and I've never felt like that about the Roosters in, in my entire lifetime. I know that, like, talk, talking to my dad last night about this, and, you know, obviously when he was younger, like, the Roosters the Roosters used to be a shit fight. They used to be a club that you would go to to retire at, and this is 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, this is a while ago now, but it really was Nick Politis that sort of turned the place around. You know, Phil Gould then arrived, Brad Fittler then arrived, and then that just kicked off the momentum just to turn this club into a powerhouse. And ever since then, they genuinely have been a powerhouse. I mean, you look from when Freddie arrived, a couple of years later, they win in 02, they lose the 2000 grand final, they're in 03, they're in the 04 grand final. So you're looking at all of a sudden they were in, you know, four from five grand finals there. They only won one premiership, to be fair, but four from five grand finals is an incredible knock. They returned to grand final day in 2010, 2013, they win the comp, and then 18, 19, they win the comp. And since then, you know, this team hasn't really looked like winning a premiership realistically. Maybe that's harsh. I'm not sure. But I personally don't think they have. I think they've been a beat off the entire time, which, you know, is okay. You're not far off the mark. But by Roosters standards, uh, they expect themselves to go out and win a premiership every single year. And I just feel like the Roosters are in a really weird spot right now. You know, I have a look at their team on paper and I go, you know what, they're missing guys. It's not it's not the greatest squad, but fuck, it's better. It's it's a better squad than what they're putting out realistically. It's a better squad than what their performances are showing. And I, look, I completely understand they are missing troops. I get that 100%. Yeah, Angus Crichtons, these sort of guys as well. But I, I you know, Satili Tupanu is out as well. I just, I don't understand what has happened at this club. This is a club that a couple of years ago, they had the, I think it genuinely was the worst injury run I have ever seen by a club. They finished fifth. It just, I don't know, it just feels like the Roosters are starting to lose their touch a little bit. And, you know, we sat there last week, we watched them against the Titans. I think we all said the same thing. Geez, are the Roosters back or are the Titans just had a really shitty performance there? And, you know, I sort of lent towards more so the Titans had a shitty performance. And even more so now after watching them last night, I am 100% leaning that way. Um, they just lack resiliency at the moment. I think that, you know, some of their recruiting over the last years, I think there has to be a question mark over that. Obviously, Matt Lodge came to the club. He's now left, uh, which has left a real hole there, especially when you let go of Takiaho as well. Brandon Smith, they've brought him to the club. Um, and, you know, there, there's been nothing but, you know, negative rumors about Brandon Smith coming out. True or not, I've got no fucking idea, to be completely honest with you. But that brings in my next point, like... When was the last time, like before this year, when was the last time you heard any noise coming out of the Roosters? I mean, like Angus Crichton was off contract for what felt like two years and there was no negotiations, there was nothing in the papers, there was nothing. It just, you just couldn't get anything out of the Roosters. It was mission impossible. Nowadays, 
Mate, it's it's so easy to get mail out of the roosters and work out what's going on and who's pissed off with each other. You're hearing rumors constantly, and when when you're winning, you don't you don't hear that sort of stuff. When you've got good club culture, you don't hear that sort of stuff, and you haven't been hearing that out of the roosters for the last few years, for the last few decades, and this year, it just feels like it's been completely flipped on its head. I mean, you got James Tedesco, who you know, like he he's not playing the best footy that he's ever played. I don't think he's going as badly as what people are acting, but he's definitely not playing the best footy that he's playing. I mean, they're still playing Joey Manu. You know, is he in his best position? I probably don't think so, but I think in this side he is. I think center's the best spot for him to be in for the Sydney Roosters. But you know, it also makes me wonder: fuck, is Joey Manu gonna like if if the Roosters are seemingly going down the drain a little bit like this? Does he hang around to play center when I think he's made it pretty obvious that he wants to play fullback? Very interesting. You got Suali'i playing on the wing at the moment, which I think is his better position. I think they screwed around with him at center for too long, even though I was very vocal about wanting to see him at center. I think that once he was there, it was pretty evident he needed to go back to the wing. He has now, but I mean, he's he's gone soon. He's going to rugby union, obviously. There's just a lot of gaps in this team. Billy Smith has made a pretty good return. He probably hasn't been as good as what I hoped he would be, Billy Smith, if I'm being completely honest, based on the expectations I had. And it just sort of feels like the JWH and Lindsay Collins, they're just led to lead this team through the middle and just seems like no one's going with them. And that, that's my big worry with this Rooster side, that as soon as they start to make changes and interchanges come onto the field, it just sort of feels like they... <laughs> They drop off so much. And, you know, they've got a guy like Dylan Napa in the squad who, you know, is Dylan Napa the greatest footballer of all time? No, but fuck, he's tough. And I would I would really like to see him maybe come into this side just to see what they can do. I, I don't know where they're at with salary cap. And I think he was on a train and trial, so does it activate something? Can they afford to? I'm not sure what all the details are. But I'm a bit surprised he hasn't got a run yet. You've got Egan Butcher, who I personally believe is a middle forward. He's been playing edge all year. He obviously got a HIA last night and had to lead the field after 10 minutes, but he's had a very mixed bag throughout the season. Now Butcher, who I personally also think is a middle, he's playing on the edge. And for the last few weeks, Victor Radley, who was their two-time premiership winning 13, they had him on the edge for a number of weeks as well. I just can't really work out what exactly what is wrong with the Roosters? And I can't work out, is it injuries why Robbo's trying so many things or is it the things that he is genuinely just trying things because he's out of ideas? I don't know, but they just don't seem to be responding like they usually do. I listened to uh, Tom and Eddie on, from the Hollow Sport podcast on, on Mark Boris's podcast and even the way that he talks about the Roosters now, it just, it just feels like something has changed. It feels like there has been a bit of a shift there. It feels like it is very unsettled. It feels like there is a lot of water under the bridge that isn't settled at the moment. Um, I spoke very openly during the process, and I stand by it 100% about Brandon Smith, that I personally think he's a better middle forward than he is hooker. And you know what? I thought Jake Turpin did a fucking tremendous job for the weeks that Brandon Smith was out. He was playing big minutes. He was defending very, very well, and he was just doing his job and attack. Now, I didn't think that Brandon Smith had a shocker by any means last night, but why on earth the Roosters are playing Brandon Smith for 75 minutes at hooker? is beyond me. And then Jake Turpin came on and played the last five minutes. What's the fucking point? Meanwhile, the Roosters are getting the living shit beaten out of them through the middle. They're making no meters. They've got these two big front rowers, Lindsay Collins and JWH. Outside of that, no one's firing a shot through the middle for me. Nathan Brown, Radley, these guys aren't having the impact that they used to be. And guys like Terrell May on the bench and whatnot, I'm, I'm just and Fletcher Baker, I'm just not convinced by these guys. I, and I, I can't understand how, why they aren't using Brandon Smith through the middle. You have got the best momentum guy through the middle third in rugby league, 
and you're playing him at hooker when you've got another hooker who can play 80 minutes in Jake Turpin. I, I cannot make sense of what is going on at the Roosters here. Even to the point, Sam Walker. Trent Robinson came out and said the other day that Sam Walker's due to return in two weeks. Now, I mean, the Roosters aren't out of finals contention or whatnot, but gee whiz, do you want to risk Sam Walker? And I'm no physio doctor, whatever it is, but I just, with the amount of weeks he's missed and whatnot and where the Roosters are sitting on the ladder and how much he's put his body through over the last two or three years, geez, do you, do you bother bringing him back for the back end of this season? Like, I wonder if, if, if they lose every game before he returns, what decision they make then. But... I don't know. I just can't put my finger on what is going on at the Roosters here. And, the, you know, there's so much criticism being thrown around everywhere. And I said it a few weeks ago, and I stand by it. I mean, Luke Keery is the experienced head in this team. He's a three-time premiership winner. He he owns this footy side. He, he has the keys in his hands. But when I watch them play, I don't even know whose team it is. I, I very rarely feel like it's Luke Keery's team. Very, very rarely. I almost feel like Sandon Smith takes more control of this side than Luke Keery, which maybe he's been told to do. But, I mean, wind the clock back not that long ago, and, you know, Kiri was going to be the guy. Sam Walker came in, and then Sam Walker was the guy, and we had it all worked out. It was all sweet. And then he went off Sam Walker. I know he's got injured since then, but he went off Sam Walker. He moved away in a different direction, and shocked me. There was news, you know, noise and news coming out of Sam Walker for a period of time there as well. So, Lee, there's been noise coming out of there as well. Brandon Smith, there has been constant noise coming out of there. I just, Victor Radley, constant noise surrounding suspensions, injuries. I just, I can't put my finger on what exactly has gone wrong here with the Roosters. And, you know, you throw on top of that, Nick Politis, he is 82 years old, I believe. I'm just going to double check that. I was talking to someone at uh, the Beers Footy and Fest- Festival the other day about Nick Politis and the Roosters. And, you know, like Nick Politis has been amazing for the Roosters. He really did turn that club around and he's led them, you know, for the last 20 years or whatever it might be. How old is he? 78, 79. Yeah, so he's a little bit younger than I thought, but still, like, I mean, is he, he's not going to be around forever. We know he's not going to be around forever. So, like, the Roosters also have to start preparing for life after Nick Politis. He's not getting any younger. And, like, he's not slowing down at the moment, to be fair. But I just feel like there's a lot of control that has gone missing at the Roosters over the last few months and probably over the last 18 months it's been building to this. And I just I, I don't know which direction they're heading in. I don't I don't understand which direction they're going in. I don't know I don't know who's gonna be the leader of this club into the future. I don't like I assume James Sedesco, but he's not playing his greatest footy. Teddy's getting older. You know, I thought by this point, Victor Radley would be one of the best lock forwards in rugby league and, you know, close to being the next captain of the Sydney Roosters. Right now, I don't think you could even consider him as the next captain of the Roosters. He can't keep himself on the field. He can't do what's best for this team at the moment. I don't know. It just feels like Trent Robinson has maybe started to lose a little bit of control over there. And he's, he's one of the greatest coaches we've seen. His record is incredible. Premiership in his first year coaching. Back-to-back premierships only five years later. Three premierships in 10 years. Pretty incredible stuff. But realistically, they haven't fired a shot since they won that back-to-back premiership, which is very unlike the Roosters, and they've had the squad to do it. They've had injuries. I get it. I think it was NRL Physio put up a thing the other day, and they are at the top of the injury list. But it was the same two or three years ago. They managed to finish fifth, and they were competing with every single team every single week, which is, you know, maybe it set too much of a high standard because I look at the Roosters and go, well, 2021, you had all the injuries in the world, everything tried to fuck you over, but you held your own. You showed up week in, week out. He showed up for that jersey, and I'm just not seeing it from the Roosters. I haven't seen it in a long time for the Sydney Roosters. 
And, you know, we sat here all last year going, I think it'll click. I, I think it'll click over the next few weeks. Finals, still a while away. I think it'll click. I'm looking at this team. I think they're getting further away from clicking than ever before. I, I just cannot see them turning it around. And wouldn't it just be typical of Trent Robinson, Roosters, NRL, for them to pull my pants down right now and start playing some fantastic footy? But, mate, based on what we saw last night, I'm just not seeing it. And I'm not sure how they turn this around. I'm not sure how this is all going to play out and where the Roosters are going to be at this time next year. I I have grave concerns about the Roosters. I, I don't think this season can finish fast enough. And for the Roosters, with the squad they've got, with guys like James Tedesco, with guys like Joey Manu, Daniel Tupu, Luke Keary, Jared Rhea Hargraves, Brandon Smith, Victor Radley, Angus Crichton, with a team that features names like this to miss the top eight, and like at the moment, it doesn't look like they're going to finish ninth or tenth. It looks like they're going to finish, you know, 12, 13, 14. What an absolute disaster this year has been for the Sydney Roosters, the boys from Bondi Junction. It has been an absolute shit fight. And I, I, it's even hard for me just to work out what the problem is because there seems to be a lot and there just seems to be an attitude problem at the Sydney Roosters at the moment that for whatever reason, for the first time in a long time, it looks to me like they're not buying into what Trent Robinson is selling. And I don't know if Robbo has the answers. I, I, I'm, I haven't really seen much change. And I think he was playing a lot of guys out of position for a long time. He's moved them back to their same positions. But I'm just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how, how this all solves itself. And I don't know where the Roosters end up. So much, so much unknown here. And it's all just a guessing game. They're a proud club with a proud history. It was shown they can pull themselves off the canvas and win in so many different ways. You look at all their premierships they've won or all their grand finals they've made it to, all those teams have been vastly different throughout the years. They can play very many different styles of footy, and the club is adaptable. But right now, it's like they're in a hole, and it's like there's infighting that they can't settle. There just has to be more to this than what we're seeing on the surface. And some of these rumours that we're hearing coming out of the Sydney Roosters about certain players, about coaches, about staff, about management, some of them have to be true somewhere. I don't know which ones are true. I'm sure a lot of them are bullshit as well. I have no doubt about that. It's a rugby league. There always is. But there has to be something going on at this club with individuals that's not going well because it just doesn't make sense for a team that's got this sort of history that have been able to hand themselves for so long and have got the cattle that they've got for them to be playing the football that they are. It is, it is consistently inconsistent. That's the most disappointing thing about the Roosters at the moment, that they should be doing better than what they are. As I said, I don't quite know what the answers are here. I, I, to be honest with you, I have so many questions, it's hard to figure out what the key questions are, and I sure as fuck don't have any of the answers. But I'm sure you Sydney Roosters fans, this must be such a frustrating season for you guys because it is just so unlike the Roosters, and it feels like it's going to take more than a couple of wins to turn around whatever is going on at the Sydney Roosters at the moment.